Daily DVR is sponsored by our presenting sponsor, Cufflinks.com, the men's accessories marketplace. Cufflinks.com aims to drive men to one place where they can find all the accessories they could want to elevate their look each day. Go to Cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Use code DVR20 and save 20% off your order. No minimum. 2020, baby. It's a new year, and every month, Cufflinks has new amazing products, whether it's Star Wars, Marvel, DC, Disney, all that great stuff, or the sports stuff, NCAA, NBA, NFL, or, of course, the classic wearable art, the amazing high-quality Hook and Albert Oxen Bull, and, of course, their own Cufflinks.com brand. We encourage you to elevate your look when you get dressed in the morning. It helps to make you feel more confident and create your individual style. Go to Cufflinks.com DVR today. Hey, all. Welcome to Curb Your Podcast. This is Season 10, Episode 4. You're not going to get me to say anything bad about Mickey. And guess what? You're not going to get me to say anything bad about Sean, because there's nothing bad to say about Sean. I'm oh, Tim that's so and sweet. Sean. What's up, Sean? What's up? That's ah, the sweetest thing. Thanks, you, man. You know, that's how we do it on the DVR Podcasting Network. So as you realize by now, the voice is different. It's Tim here, and I've taken over for Axel. He has so many things on the plate. He uh, called up my agent, said, listen, can you get Tim? And I said, no problem. So we got the paperwork worked out, and I am here with Sean to talk about Curb. So what did you think before we get into it? Just overall thoughts. Liked it, disliked it. Oh, I thought it was the best episode of the season. Are you serious? Yeah, for sure. I... <laughs> Is that sarcastic? I'm not sure. No, no I'm serious. No, I'm serious. I thought it was the best episode. Wow. I, uh, All right, because I, I was like, because I was a well, little left flat, so I, I like this. I want to hear oh, why? I don't know. I just, I just found myself laughing then more than the other episodes. Uh, I just like. I mean, I guess we should go in chronological order, but I, I just want to start by start out by saying that Mickey is Timothy Olyphant. Is that how you say his yep, name? I believe so. And um, I just thought that was kind of weird. I mean, why didn't it just? I mean, I guess he, he was like being an actor on the show. Sometimes it's like kind of weird because like people play themselves, right? And then sometimes they don't. So and it kind people. of fucks with my head. Right, like Ted Danson's himself, but Cheryl Hines isn't Cheryl Hines. She's Cheryl David, but she's still Cheryl. Yeah. It's like crazy, but and yeah. she's not her. Like she's not, you know, what she does. It's you know, but yeah, it, it is kind of funny. And what's really wild is as Timothy Olyphant's getting older, he's looking more and more like Tim Robbins, but like a younger Tim Robbins, not like old Tim Robbins, and. Young Timothy Oliphant didn't look like young Timothy Robbins. So, I mean, uh, yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Um, so, it's it's just kind of funny that, like, uh, I, I don't know, that he was here and I'm, like, doing a double take. And then he was kind of acting like him, too. Like, like a little, you know, the way he acts, like a little bit, uh, do, like, Hollywood douchey. You know, like, it, I don't know, it was funny. But I, yeah. I, I did like the jokes. I didn't really like the 
it was felt like all over the place this episode, and it didn't. Yeah, nothing was tight. Like the 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 coffee beans was like a stretch. Like I really like that shit. Um, but yeah, there's the, kind of a lot of jokes. That's the, what it was. There was a lot of jokes. It wasn't like one joke. It was a lot. Now, do you find, especially the later this season and last season, especially compared to the other ones, there's a lot more what seems to be improv and like it's like SNL and they're they're like getting themselves trying to get each other to crack uh no I th- I mean I, I'm pretty sure it's all in, most of it's improv they just have their specific points and like yeah like but I like it like that I love it like, that to me that's the, that's the best part of the show uh, that's, that's, that's why I'm asking I would love to work on a show that was like mostly improv like that because like Sometimes, like, I'll read something and I'm like, okay, yeah. I mean, even though it's, like, kind of weird because, like, when you're an actor, they want you to kind of bring yourself to the role a little bit. And sometimes I'm like, God, I would never say this, you know. (laughs) But it was was a lot of fun. I think there was, was, you know, I don't know. I thought it, like, started out, like, kind of funny. Like, oh, I'm not going to say anything bad about Mickey, you know. I mean... I'm kind of the same way, though. Like, there's sometimes I'm just like, I'm not going to start doing that because I feel like behavior is kind of contagious. And Yeah, so right. Like, so a lot of people op- try to egg you on to, to open – like, they'll put out certain keywords to op- make you, like, open up and, and open up – like, s- be the first one to talk shit so then they yeah. can start talking shit. And, like, oh, oh well, well, you know – uh, Sean started it, so you know I just you yeah know, right, so you don't feel as guilty. So it that is fucking like a really great like title of the episode and like a theme because this show is such about the funny quirks of life and everything's so real, like these situations. Um, other than maybe the weight on the plane, which I thought was fucking weird as shit. Uh, like I don't know, maybe that was just written to, you know, be a means to the end to get the coffee beans off at the end of the episode. But that was bizarre. I feel like that part, like the the part at the carnival, like uh, uh, trying to guess their weight, like it was funny, but it was almost unnecessary. Like it was kind of bizarre. That's that's yeah. maybe the, 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 the weirdness of it, the, the, the jet stuff. But I know you, you know, being a big famous comedian and everything – out there in Hollywood, you're used to taking jets. Is it normal for uh, people to chip in in your circles? Um, I don't know uh, what you've heard about me, but I am flying Southwest, buddy. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, I thought it was kind of weird that he asked Leon to chip in. I was like, where's Leon's money coming from? Uh, no, I mean, I don't know. I've I've ridden on small planes before. Um, but I kind of like, I hate flying on small planes, but, um, I thought it was kind of hilarious though, that Larry like was into this new girl and he invites her to go to the wedding. And like, after like, it was their first date. He asked her, well, he's feeling himself now. Like after they had that conversation, like, what was it? last episode right where about you know uh or the episode before you know being bald you could probably still do well you know after he was a little heartbroken with cheryl and now he's like implementing these little tactics oh can you throw this out to open up a conversation 
and yeah, it worked. You know, she was totally into him, and they were funny together. Like she's very funny. I've seen her on some things, and she, you know, them two together. It just I, I liked it as a as a team, and the weight thing. It was so awkward that I was so like glad to see it be done because it that's something that it takes big balls to even like talk about the way he, he, when he's looking at the pictures and he starts like asking her, he's like, was it like some kind of medical issue that you were like? (laughs) And she, she, she knew where the hell he was going and she just went with it. You know, like normally your typical show would just be like, Oh my God, you're such a jerk and like leave. But the fact that she went and then, you know, the learning the yo-yo weight thing. And then she goes, Oh, you want to know if I'm on, the upswing, like that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, shit. yeah. He's like, how how long ago was this picture? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not too long ago. Uh, yeah. like a year. <laughs> I think she said it was a year. Yeah, that's funny. So, I like the coffee bean search. That's that that stuff's cool to me. Like, I want to see you know how this plays out. It was cool how they did that. Um, you know, the little extra thing and his coffee actually was good this time. You know, like he didn't complain about the, the heat because the taste is now an issue. And the whole time I'm thinking in my head as they're going bopping around from coffee shop to coffee shop, I'm thinking, how great would it be to tie this in somehow with Jerry Seinfeld's comedians in cars getting coffee? <laughs> Cause it would just, yeah. it would really work. And you know, like, you know, Larry has some kind of idea like, Oh, cool. My friend Jerry knows about coffee and you know, just, I don't know. Just thought about it like that. It would be the very cool that's, thing. That's a great connection. That, that would be really awesome if they had written that in. But, uh, no, I just thought, it, I, I don't know. I just thought it was just like, I liked the jokes. Like I liked the fact that like, you know, like, Leon was just kind of along for the ride. I'm like luggage. Uh, just treat, just carry, just pretend I'm luggage. I know, right? L- and, luggage, then, and then they're like, "Yeah, well, luggage doesn't talk, and luggage doesn't eat." He's like, "Luggage don't pay," and they're like, "Oh, you're right." The like, sweet thing was hilarious too. I loved that. He was like, "This room is not good." Like it was just a normal room. His his hotel room is like my apartment, basically. It was, and it was so like, yeah, it was, it was like a, a you know, a days in almost. And then, you know, everybody else has got these giant luxurious suites. Leon's lounging. And he's yeah. like, look at your room here. Uh, and like, you know, just the Leon shit is always great. He's like such an amazing character on the show because he opens the door to these crazy conversations that probably wouldn't be happening with like, just a you know an all white cast or like even not just white like he he's like got that hoodness in him it's just funny as hell always with the you know the do rag and shit and then he's making all that that weird ass combination of, of i don't know rich crackers and i don't even know what the hell else was on it but it was fucking weird at, weird talking about eating bad food talking about the girl and then this is the part where i feel like they're they are improving so much i feel like it's, it makes it so good that, you know, Leon will say something far out. Then Larry's now, like, trying not to laugh. So he says something far out, and then he smashes the things. Like, I, I think that was, like, definitely on, like, just completely improvised. And it, you Leon, it was one of the only times I feel like Leon almost cracked. Yeah. Uh, and 
I I thought I I felt like Larry was about to crack when he was doing never staying here again when he was yelling at in the hotel. He's like, My sister, she's not doing well. <laughs> yeah, that whole thing was so weird, that fucking story. Like that's the best he could come up with on the fly. He said she had Bell's palsy. Bell's palsy, yeah, which goes away usually. <laughs> Yeah, and then he called. He said, "Which transitioned to Rosenbaum's policy, which is not even a thing." Uh, <laughs> I'm the, pretty sure it's not a thing. I've never heard of it. The words in this episode. He, he first of all, when he says, "Oh, we've been talking about with Jeff in the house," and and he says, "Would you like it if I called you Goat Williker?" If I. <laughs> And he, oh no, and he goes, I'll go be Goat Williger by now, from now on. Like, that's just so fucking bizarre. And then he comes in. This is a whirlwind, well, whirlwind of swarm, of, of uh, smarm. When, when uh, Timothy Oliphant, when Mickey comes by and, like, he's trying to, you know, say that he, you know, was being a dick by inviting both of them. <laughs> I, just like the phrase whirlwind of smarm is fucking hilarious. And then when he calls... Ted dancing out like for not pay not paying he goes you don't want to be a schnorrer like which is like yeah. a Yiddish word for cheap it's just like these words it just makes it so different and rich like it just make you know just hearing these wacky words makes you makes it funny yeah it's just different it's not written for like you know Joe Schmo you know what I mean it's it's, it's just it's just Larry being Larry, I think, yeah, I feel like. I, I think, right, I think it's like, if you, yeah, right, you have to like be on next level comedy to really enjoy this show, because it, it makes no sense, really, like, when you really think about it, you know, it kind of does have, you know, an overarching thing, but like, it's just about the comedy. They're also, they're also really strong characters, because they're all just so unapologetic about who they are, like... Like Leon, like don't give a fuck. Like none uh, of them. Larry doesn't like. Yeah, Larry <laughs> doesn't give a shit. Like Jeff, Jeff, I mean, Jeff did years ago. Now he doesn't. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. No, it's it's great. Um, Susie, you know when she says, uh, "I don't care if he's Captain Fucking Nemo." Like she's just, just the shit she pulls out of her ass. Like that yeah. is awesome, her, and the way she she delivers it. So. I got a question for you. Uh huh. Do you consider the driver of the plane a captain or a pilot? Oh, he is a pilot, but if he has a co-pilot, he is the captain. Right. That's the way I. Any, any, any and like this is like kind of weird to me because like some of the things they bring up, I'm like, no, this is just. Uh, well, I mean, who Jeff was adamant about the pilot, right? But Larry was like, no, captain. It's his captain. It's paperwork. But any plane you have ever written on commercially, the guy gets on. The first thing he says is, "This is your captain." This your captain speaking. Speak. Of course, yeah, he's the captain. Well, I also would think that, especially if you like own that small charter plane, like you're definitely a captain. I would, yeah. you know, but technically, you have a pilot's license. You don't have a captain's license, like a, like to drive a ship. True. I don't know, but it is that it is kind of a funny little debate. I like it. Now, how do you feel about if you were having this party and you were getting married and one of your friends were divorced? Would what would you do in that situation? Um, 
Well, I thought it was weird because, like, I have never seen him in a Curb episode before, or at least that I can remember. So it's like all of a sudden they're going to this wedding, and then... That everybody's friends with. Yeah, that everybody's friends with. It was so weird to me. I, I, I just can't remember him if he was on the show ever before, so... No, I don't um, think so. And what... Th- Take a little break from this show to remind you again of our amazing presenting sponsor, Cufflinks.com. They've been with us for over a year. And we're so proud to have them. So go out and support them. If you're a listener to any of our podcasts, take a moment right now, type in Cufflinks.com slash DVR into that old web browser and you will arrive and you will be amazed, happy surprised at the amazing products that cufflinks.com has you might think to yourself hey i don't have an informal event coming up you know i'm not into cufflinks but guess what they have a lot more than that actually i'm wearing a pair of star wars socks that they sent me cufflinks.com is where it's at go to cufflinks.com slash dvr today One of the best parts about podcasting is getting to know the listeners and making new friends. And one of those friends is Andy. You may have heard me mention him before on one of our many podcasts. And Andy and his wife, Claire, are looking to adopt. So if you or anybody you know is considering adoption for their baby, please consider the loving family of Andrew and Claire. They're a home study approved adoptive family of three living on a farm in southern Minnesota with a dog, Barney, and two turtles. They're able to adopt from anywhere in the United States and would love to answer any questions you may have. To learn more about them, check out their Facebook page at Andrew and Claire Adopt or on Instagram at Andrew underscore and underscore Claire underscore adopt. You can also email them at Andrew and Claire Adopt at gmail.com. So again, if you or anyone you know is considering adoption for their baby, reach out at andrewandclaireadopt at gmail.com. Thanks. What, remember, at the end, Leon's not there because he stayed to play golf with Mickey. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. he wasn't even supposed to be there. Then he gets invited to the wedding. He's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and like insults him kind of. And then they play, at the end, they're playing golf together. Yeah. No, that was great. Uh yeah, it was just very weird. I guess you, I would like if I was in that situation, I would just invite the uh, the person I liked the most of the couple to the wedding, and then the other person too bad. Because I, I mean, I don't want that kind of drama at my wedding. That's exactly. That's what. I, and it would, you know, it wouldn't have happened. But Ted showed up, and he found the hanky. I mean, the uh, the eyeglass cleaning cloth. Yeah. That was, oh, that was great. Uh, it was awesome. And then just the way it came out and, and he, he, you know, now he knows, wait, you did what? How? Well, what, that, when? And Larry's like, no, not, not this weekend. And he's like, what? <laughs> so he basically gave himself up. No, not now. Yeah, earlier. Earlier. <laughs> uh, that was awesome. So the next thing I want to bring up, something that's been bothering me, this toothbrush thing. Now, I understand having a streak, especially 48 years, like that's a serious streak of brushing your teeth without missing a day. But there is, other than being like maybe, you know, on an island stranded or like, you know, like a dire situation that my teeth have like 
days worth of grime or months worth of grime would I ever share a toothbrush with another human being or animal uh not me fuck no actually that's how, you can get you can get like you can get like hepatitis from sharing There's a toothbrush so much germs on on a toothbrush yeah yeah, you're it, definitely not supposed to share a toothbrush with anybody. No, ever. even like like sometimes like you know in you know not just this show like it's a comedy, but like they'll do it in other shows like a couple. Oh, can I just use your brush real quick? And like I don't, you know, it's never really come up in my circles or co- you know with conversation of asking about toothbrushes with couples. But I don't think people do that. But if they do, that's yeah. fucking terrible. Oh, it's the it's the worst because people's. Uh... Most people, when they brush, their gums bleed a little bit. So that's how, I mean, yeah. It's called, what do we call that? Portal of entry uh, in the uh, healthcare world. Portal of entry for bacteria to enter. Sure, it's like, it would be like an open wound. It's the worst. And then, yeah, I definitely remember it was like, don't ever share a toothbrush. We learned that in nursing school. Yeah, and even if I, like, I had to. I'm getting the peroxide, and I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm leaving it in there for a half hour, like, and then he, she, they're gonna throw it away. He doesn't keep it. Like, why wouldn't you take it? Yeah, that was weird. And then, yeah, give to give it back because he could then went to the room, and not had to lie and say use his finger, and he could have just been like, I, I, they had extra toothbrush. Boom. Now he has a toothbrush. Yeah. I also don't buy that the tooth that there's no toothbrush in the hotel. There's, like, I can't find a toothbrush anywhere. I don't know. I'm getting really picky right now. <laughs> I'm saying, like, that's why I mean, like, I was breaking a little couple things down. Like, they, they, everything was funny, but they just didn't, some of the things didn't fit. Like, it didn't, it, you know, they didn't yeah. work. They made situations happen that were funny, but they didn't, you know, sometimes they're not really happening. Like, the secretary. I still say the, oh, go ahead. The secretary. Now she has complete memory loss. <laughs> At least she's alive. And that was just brushed over so quick. And then he just smiles. like, And it was tied into the scones. That I loved, that it was tied with the scones. Yeah. No, I, I think the coffee beans is actually the best joke. Like when he was... Um, when he was talking to the man... I thought the best, the funniest interaction was between him and... The hotel guy at the front desk. Yeah, I thought that was the best interaction because the guy was so polite. Even when he was saying no to like, something, he was so polite. Okay, thank you. Okay, no problem. I'm never, like, s- I'll never come here again. He's like, okay, thank you. <laughs> it was yeah, right. You kill him with kindness, and it got Larry more more angry. And then he's nice to him, and then he's gets <laughs> he thinks he's gonna get the beans, and he gets even more pissed. Yeah, oh, that's great. He's like, oh, yeah, we have our own beans. No, I can't tell you. Yeah, that was total bullshit, though, that they charged him for the uh, the stain. Yeah, I didn't get that either. Like, like I had that as one of the next questions I was going to ask you. Like, what do you, what do you, what would you, like, would you call up and and report that? Oh, fuck no. Dude, you just, you, when you trash a hotel room, you say nothing. Right? Or you I call up and complain because they just got there and I would be like, look, this is here. You better upgrade me. I don't want blood in my room. What is this? You know, I'm getting uh-huh. the better room or something. Like, he, that could have been a way to work in his upgrade from his shitty room. All I know is one time we just, oh my God, it was a hotel room, but 
I can't even remember it off the top of my head, but it was just so bad. Like I was just like, I'm going to feel terrible for whoever is going to have to clean this. Not necessarily my doing, but people I was with. Well, that's why you get the insurance. Yeah. My friend has a, has a scam that he uses. He goes to Atlantic City a lot, and he brings a condom and a packet of mayo, and he opens the condom, squirts the mayo, a little bit of mayo in there, and then, like, puts the condom in a place that, like, a cleaning person wouldn't really, like, no- notice... Uh, you know, obviously, and then he calls up the front desk, has somebody come up, and gets an upgrade all the time. Oh my god! Yep. <laughs> oh, that is gross and genius at the same time. Yep. So yeah, you know, rooms are great. The rooms are great here. I think. Uh, yeah, I. I don't know. That that kind of sucked for Larry. I don't. I, I mean, he paid. Did, he pay for the hotel room? That's what I was wondering. Like, like I was confused because I was like, did he pay for the hotel room or did... It seemed like the pay? guy set him up, set all the rooms up. Like, he bought the hotel out. I don't know. You know, I don't... It's it's tough. Like, I, I wish I was wealthy enough to know these things because I'm sure, you know, there's a certain etiquette to doing these things when you're wealthy. Because me, if I was having a destination wedding, I know for sure everybody's paying for their own shit. Yeah, I I mean, I don't know. I mean, I just, that's, that's, I mean, if you're wealthy, I like get it. I mean, I would just pay for everyone. I would do that. But we don't even, that's the thing is we don't know anything about Mickey. Like, we don't know how they're friends. We don't know what he does. Yeah. It's, it was, that, it's I, so weird. Well, I think, yeah, I think that's what made that part kind of cool. Because it was like, just... Like, almost like a Hollywood thing. Like, oh, yeah, like, Mickey. Oh, Mickey, Mickey, yeah. And, like, you know, the way he was acting, like, he's, like, a big shot somehow. So it was, you know, I guess it was kind of unnecessary to know Mickey. You kind of can get the, the vibe of who he was. But, yeah, I you know, I, I definitely liked, you know, the way he played it. Because it was, you know, definitely douchey. But at the same time, you know, it, it irked him enough. And then finally at the end, <laughs> Jeff says... Go fuck yourself, Mickey. Yeah. Well, it's also, I thought at the beginning it was hilarious, too, when he came in and he gave everybody a big hug and a kiss. And he's just like, how you doing there? Yeah, yeah you could tell. <laughs> it. He, did, he didn't want him there. He was creating a whirlwind of smarm. Which is totally weird, though, because it's his wedding and he invited Larry. But he, I think he called his bluff. Larry, like, Larry would have been like one of those guys that would have made an issue. Oh, you didn't invite me? So he invites Larry, but thinking Larry wouldn't come probably because of Cheryl. I, I know a lot of people who do that. They try to, you know, oh, we'll, we'll invite somebody hoping they're not going to come because, you know, uh, they're Jewish and the party's on a Friday. And meanwhile, they're like, they, they'll, they'll be like, oh, we, you know, we, we asked the rabbi if we could go out for this party. So we love you so much. And then you're like, fuck, they showed up. Ah. <laughs> uh. So do you have a, a long streak of brushing your teeth? Is it many years? Did you count? <laughs> uh, I brush my teeth like three times a day. Wow. Do you yeah. Use, do you use soft bristles? I do use soft bristles. Yes. It's very... I've been told to use soft yep. bristles. All dentists recommend specifically. that. Yeah. Speaking of dentists, so 
I have a little story to share. Yeah, what happened? Uh, tying into last week's episode, we record, do the episode. Friday night, I'm eating artificial fruit flavored Skittles. And it gets like jammed in between my molars in the back. So I go to take it out with the floss pick and realized when it was jammed in there, it cracked my tooth. So I had to book an appointment. And that's why this episode is a little late this week. Uh, and I got a freaking root canal from oh, cracking man. my tooth. And, and the coincidence that it just happens to be after one of the funniest episodes ever about everybody cracking their teeth on artificial fruit. So I just, yeah. I'm, I'm telling Axel the story. And I'm going, thinking, I'm going, wait, Skittles, fruit flavored, artificial fruit, artificially fruit flavored. I'm like, holy shit. So, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you get a crown? Not yet. It's, uh, it's a four appointment thing. So I, I just got the first part oh. where they, they cut the nerve and, um, like jammed it with, I guess, temporary filling shit. So oh. I'm still a little sore, See, but it wasn't as I bad had as a, uh, I heard. I had a, uh, this is like a year, like almost exactly a year ago. It's actually like 13 months ago. I went in last January and I had had this shitty dentist. Like this guy was so shitty. Like he was like, I like I had to leave because I was like, I went in one day and he cleaned my teeth for five minutes and he's like one of those dentists who are like, he, he had someone in the room next to me. And like, I remember before I went in, they like called me and asked me to change my appointment time. I was like, no, I'm not changing my appointment time. Anyways, he sucked. So when I went into this new, I changed dentist. I go into this new dentist and they're like, we have to do this huge, like we're going to need to go in and we're going to need to like numb your mouth. And we're going to need to just do a real deep cleaning. Oh, I had that last year. It's, and I was like, this never happened before because my dentist previously, before that guy, always used like a scalp, like one of those picks, like the metal pick. So yeah, scraped your teeth off. Did it all the time. But so anyways, they do this thing and they're like, hey, um, you know, he's like, look, I'm cleaning the back of your teeth here. And he's like, he's like, the tooth in the back of your mouth is cracked. And I was like, really? And he like, they took a picture of it and they showed me and there was a fucking crack in it. And I was like, shit. And you know, they gave me a couple options, but they ended up doing a crown on it, but I had a root canal. I was like, I was like, just fucking fix it. And like, dude, I like literally in one day went through my dental insurance coverage in one day. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure this is going to run through my, uh, my, you know, what do they call it? The, your yearly allotment. Yeah, and then I had to pay some on top of that too, which sucked. But it's it's total. Oh, it's the fucking well, worst, man. I had a similar situation about I don't know eight years ago, nine years ago. I, you know, the union, my union sends out these all these papers, you know, with uh oh use this dentist, try this dentist, so. I try one of the dentists that takes the plan and like, you know, it's supposed to be if you use these ones, they take the full plan and they don't charge you and shit. So I go to them and it was like a Russian 
chop shop of like learning dentists and like I, I get in there and like they were yanking on my mouth and filling cavities and it was awful. So I like had like eight year gap of not going to the dentist. So last year I found a new one and they were awesome. So nice. Everybody's so friendly. So everything was really clean and they did that deep cleaning thing and it, it kind of hurt after, you know, I got it done, but that shit was, was pretty good. And then I didn't go back for a while and now I have the crack, but yeah, man, the shit was crazy. So I, it was kind of funny how it ties into the episode, but tooth, tooth pain is no joke. Yeah. Well, I didn't have any pain. That was the thing. It was cracked in half. It was well, the last tooth back there. And he was yeah, like, yeah, that's the same one. I, where, like, I don't have wisdom teeth. So it's the, they call it number two. Yeah, well, whatever it was, and like I was like, "Man, are you kidding me?" And he was like, "They gave me a couple options," and I was just like, "Dude, just..." He's like, "If I put a crown on there, you, hopefully it'll just—you'll never have to worry about it again." So I did it, but yeah, it sucks, dude. Yeah, at least it's not the front ones. That's that's tough. I was thinking because Axel told me that your tooth was all fucked up. And I was, like, thinking you, like, chipped your front teeth. Yeah, no, I didn't. But, you know, I got a nice little, not Mike Tyson got, but it's getting bigger. My The braces effect is starting to, as I'm getting older, become wearing off. So old age is fun. But, you know, hopefully we have more stories to tell and we'll write jokes and stuff like Larry and the crew when we're their age. We're uh, probably halfway there. And then I can get one of those Havana-style suits and be the man in Havana. Because I love that. <laughs> that. That was awesome. That suit was great. And then Susie's dress. Like, she gives her that dress. And then the way she was dressed was freaking hilarious. Like, Susie was just so conservative. And then he's like, he's like, she's like, you sure this is okay? And she's walking around, like, almost like a, a prostitute-style dress, the way it fit her. And she, like, looked awkward in it. <laughs> good shit then he comes out the man in Havana and Jeff's just standing there as Susie's talking to them oh Bubba and he's just taking pictures I don't know if you noticed that like of like thinking how funny this is so I don't know if like him taking pictures was deliberate and it's gonna be now on in the in the frame near Cheryl but mm. I'd like to see how this one's gonna turn out I mean there's so many things they can do I feel like they they set up a lot of stuff I know basically the coffee beans and the Ted thing is like the big things that are carrying over. But uh, I'd like to see some more of that, you know, callback humor. Yeah. So, well, I, I think we pretty much covered a lot of the stuff I know I wanted to. Um, I, you know, like I said earlier, I wasn't thrilled with the episode. I laughed a lot. But as far as being a tight episode, I don't think it was tight. But it's still curbed, still hilarious. And I, I enjoyed it. And I uh, enjoyed talking it with you. And that's all I have to say about that. So I'm going to let you close it out. See what you got. All right, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next week. But we'll talk more Curbed and uh, some crazy life shit. That's right. Hit us up. DVRpodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Go to the website. Go to the Patreon. Do all that cool stuff. And... We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.
Boom, 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 boom.